What is going on, you guys? I go by the name of Unknown, and you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast. And this is our AEW Dynamite review from the episode 12, December 18th, 2019. Um, I really enjoyed this. Um, I found this episode of Dynamite to be a lot better than last week's. But, like, it started off really, really, really good, and then it ended fucking horrendous. It was just really fuck. It just pissed me off the ending. But we're gonna get right into the review. Um, the opening match. This was my favorite match of the week. This was my match of the week, and it was Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the Lucha Bros. The crowd was so into this fucking match, like they were loud as fuck. They were chanting cowboy shit. They were chanting. They 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 were chanting. Um, Tiene cero miedo to, for the Lucha Bros. They were just going fucking insane. And the thing that I really enjoyed about this match that there's been some sources saying that um Chris Jericho pulled everybody together and basically had like this like this meeting. But it was something had to have done with like the matches or how like the match pace was. And this match was paced really differently. It was like, granted, there were some spots where it was getting really, like, active, and it was run, run, move, attack, knee strike, forearms, um, super kick, and everything, but it was paced well. It was like a good, I'm gonna say it was a good 15, 20-minute match, but it was a really strong opener for, for, for this episode. Um, the, the Lucha Bros won, and towards the end, Adam Page goes to kick um, Pentagon Jr. Jr. and he ducks and then he kicks Kenny in the face. And then, you know, they lose the match. Um, just by the way that Adam Page was looking at Kenny and by like the interaction after the match, I'm kind of wondering, are they going to turn Adam Page heel? Because like, like, granted, they want him to be like, Sort of like the guy in AEW. But I just don't see the hype that people have for Adam Page. You know, like, like I, I mean, you guys can hate me all you want. But, like, I, I don't see the hype of Page. I don't see the hype of Adam Page at all. Like, he doesn't have fantastic matches. Like, he's a good wrestler. But he doesn't have matches where I'm like, holy shit, I, I gotta watch that again. Like, he doesn't give me none of those type of matches. This match... On the other hand, was really, really good. But just by that ending and how the match ended, I'm, I'm interested to see, are they going to turn Adam Page heel? Like I said, I really enjoyed that match. Um, Then we get into the second match, which was the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny versus Darby Allin and Cody. Um, This match, I don't know, it... it I'm not going to sit here and say that it was the worst match I've ever seen or anything like that. But it, it just, it's like, like, I don't know where this feud is going. Personally, I just don't know where this feud is going to go. So I'm kind of just like, eh, about, the, like, about Cody and the Butcher and the Blade, you know, feud. I, I really don't give a shit because all I really care about is Cody versus um, MJF. You know, and like they're just throwing Cody in this weird butcher and the blade, 
you know, side feud that just really has no meaning to it. So, like, just based off of that, I just really had no interest in the match. Um, I gave the match a 6 out of 10. There were some botches in the match. Not a ton, but there were some botches. Um, Darby Allen botched a suicide dive. I don't know if he meant to go through the first rope or through the, you know, whatever. But that's what happened, and he almost fell, he fell on his face. Like, just luckily the, the blade called him before he fucking, you know, got seriously hurt and shit. But I, I didn't really like this match that much. Like, I don't know, like, that opening match just set the tone. Then when it got into that match with the, with, with the Butcher and the Blade and Darby Allin and Cody, I, it just kind of lost steam, you know, for a little bit. And it was just kind of weird. And, you know, it was just kind of an okay match. I gave it a 6 out of 10. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I just found it to be, like, an okay match. Oh, I'm, you know, prior to this match, um, they had Pac backstage. And he's cutting a promo saying that he wants a, a match with Kenny. Then he goes into the locker room and attacks Kenny's friend. I forgot his fucking name. Um, if anybody knows his name, comment it down below. But he attacks him, then Kenny goes backstage and whatever. Then Kenny and um, Adam Page get attacked by the Lucha Bros while, you know, they're trying to find his friend and shit. And that was prior to the Butcher, the Blade, and Darby Allen and Cody match. Yeah, I just wanted to get out, get that out the way. Um, then we get into the third match of the night, which was Awesome Kong versus... I don't even, I don't even think they mentioned her name. They just showed, like, when I came, like, you know, when the commercial, you know, then came back after commercial, they just showed Awesome Kong walking down to the ring. And Awesome Kong won. It was just a boring match. It was just pointless. I I, I, I didn't rate it. I didn't want to rate it. There's nothing too much to say about this match besides, eh. Now we're going to get into the fourth match, which was my favorite match. Not my favorite match of the night, but I I understood the match as far as the point of it. Um, and this was Chris Jericho versus Jungle Boy in a 10-minute time limit. And the match was a 10-minute time limit match. Because prior, Chris Jericho said that Jungle Boy couldn't last 10 minutes with him in the ring. And the match, after the whole thing, the match ended in a draw. And Chris Jericho had a nasty fucking Walls of Jericho on Jungle Boy for, like, almost, like, a minute and a half. And it was just really nasty. It was just a, you know, a great shot of, like, okay, like, it was, like, it was just a great... I, I took this match as, like, Chris Jericho using his status as a legend. To put a guy like Jungle Boy over. So that way the masses that don't know Jungle Boy could look like. Oh wait he lasted 10 minutes with Chris Jericho. Wow that's. Wow I never heard of Jungle Boy before. Let me go watch his matches. And it just really put. It was just a nice way to put Jungle Boy on the map. You know. I um I, I really enjoyed that match. Then. You know the match ended in a draw. Then um, Chris Jericho got mad because he thought that he won. Then the ref told him it ended in a draw. Then he went to the timekeeper's area and said to ring to start the match again to go on for another five minutes. Then Jungle Boy starts getting some offense in and Chris Jericho runs away. You know, it was just a real good thing. Then he ends it. Then Chris Jericho gets a mic and he starts saying that he still wants Moxley 
in the inner circle. And Moxley better hurry up and make a decision. You know, like, I, I that's my main... That's, like, my favorite feud at the moment in AEW. Even though it feels like they're trying to have a better story tell them than what they did in WWE. Because they did have a feud in WWE. But it was Chris Jericho and then Dean Ambrose. So, it's kind of weird. Because, you, know, you know, they're just... I feel like it's just a, a done... It's just an old feud to me. But this kind of twist is, you know... I don't know. It could be a really good feud. You never know. Then we get into um, the next match of the night. And it was the number one contender for the AEW Women's Championship. And it was Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I was really impressed. Because a lot of these past like women matches in AEW. The women's division in AEW is just, it's just really bad. Like there's just a bunch of. Of, of the women that nobody knows or just nobody cares to know. And there's not a lot going on. Then you have a champion that's fucking like 80 pounds and then 90 pounds fucking soaking wet. You know, it's like, and, and then she doesn't speak English too well. You know, Rio, I'm not shitting on her, but she hasn't had really good matches. And she's a champion. And she hasn't been on TV, I think, since like almost the first or second week of Dynamite. And it's like, you want the women's division to be perceived as, you know, as like this great thing, almost equal to the men. But then you don't have your champion on TV. It's just, it just makes no fucking sense. Um, I really enjoyed this match. And then now Chris Statlander is, is going to face Rio for the women's title. On the Dynamite episode in January 1st, 2020. Then after this whole match. Brandy comes out and congrats Chris. And says that. Um, she asks Chris if she's going to join the Nightmare Collective. Just a bunch of boring shit. Chris waves her finger no in Brandy's face. Then Brandy hits her in the fucking head with, it, with her heel. Um... This whole Nightmare Collective with the shaving the head and cutting the hair and all this shit, it's just, just really fucking boring. Like, there's no, I feel like there's nothing to it. I, like, this, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's boring. I feel like it's a, a poor, ver the poor version of the straight edge society. And the thing is, Brandy is no CM Punk in ring or in promos, you know? And, you know, I don't know. It just feels that whole Nightmare Collective got to go. Then we get into the main event, which was for the AEW Tag Team Championship match. And it was the Young Bucks versus SCU. And the winner was SCU. Um, There wasn't really too much into this match. I was kind of shocked that the Young Bucks didn't win. I was really shocked that they didn't win. I thought that they were going to win to end the year on a high note because this coming up on Christmas, you know, um, they have the offseason and they won't be back until next year, you know, on January 1st. So I thought that they were going to end the year on a high note. The Young Bucks were going to win this big party and no, SCU won. It was still a good match. I really, it was just a typical, you know, a typical Young Bucks match. And then the lights go out. Again, and the Dark Order comes out and attacks 
the Young Bucks at SCU. And then, you know, that horrible fucking botch punches on the hard cam for the fucking world to see. Fucking 12 punches missing the motherfucker's head. And it's just like, what the fuck? Um, I've, I'm really not a fan of the Dark Order. So I was like, to, to end the night with the Dark Order coming out, just attacking everybody, it just wasn't good. I don't like the Dark Order. Um, I'm guessing Tony Khan and Cody really have some kind of thing for the Dark Order. And I'm guessing they want them to be like this this faction, this scary, you know, thing. But like, like I feel like the Dark Order is just a waste of time. I just think it's really boring. There's nothing to it. Like, no one seems to care about the Dark Order. And, you know, it's just really fucking dumb. And... A little side note, the Young Bucks, they delete their Twitter saying that, you know, it's been, they've been on this platform for, 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 for 10 years, but now it's time to take a break. I don't know if this is like part of a storyline that we don't know, right? You know, cause they got tied by the Dark Order. So who knows the Young Bucks may join the Dark Order. Like, I don't fucking know. I'm just throwing out ideas. But if they just de- deleted their Twitters because of the backlash that they got from the punches, from, you know, that little thing. Obviously, everybody has seen the bots punches by now. But, like, my only thing about that whole thing is, like, so you can shit on WWE. But the moment you guys have one shitty episode or one, like, bo- a really bad botch. And then the, rest, the wrestling world starts attacking you. And then you just cry like a bitch and just deactivate your Twitter because you're you're supposed to be perceived as like the gods of wrestling that could do nothing wrong because you're the young bucks. Get the fuck out of here, bro! Like, okay, like how many Monday Night Raws has WWE put out this year? Right, that has been fucking atrocious. Almost every, almost. Close to every single Monday Night Raw episode this year has been boring as fuck and sleeper episodes. And all of a sudden, the big hype of AEW, you get one little backlash because you're exposing the business. And you can't take the fucking heat. So it's almost like I saw someone on Twitter say, like, they could fucking dish it, but they can't take it. And that's, they're 100% right. Like, so you could talk shit about the revival, WWE. Vince don't know what the fuck he's doing. But then all of a sudden, you get a little bit of criticism, almost close to what WWE gets. And all of a sudden, you fucking cry in a corner and just like, just fucking disappear. Like, that's just fucking stupid. Like, just grow the fuck up, honestly. That was just fucking retarded. Um... Besides that, um, I really enjoyed, besides just the ending, and besides that, that little rant in the end with, you know, the Young Bucks deactivating their Twitter and shit, I really enjoyed this week's episode of Dynamite. It was better than last week, even though, like, like the quality of the episodes and the matches are starting to die down just a little bit. Like, they're not getting as good, but there's a few bright spots, and they there's still room for them to grow. Um, I gave this week's episode a 7 out of 10. I, I really enjoyed this, you know? Okay, that'll be the end 
of our AEW Dynamite review. If you enjoyed this podcast, um, give this video a like. Comment down below. Did you like the episode? Did you hate it? Did you watch it? Did you fall asleep? Just let us know what you enjoyed about the episode or anything down below in the comment section. I go by the name of Unknown. You are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast. Pipe Bomb.